Welcome to Allendale Market Talk Podcast. This is Greg McBride and Mike Lung. Mike, we have ourselves a little bit of a weather party going on here. And uh, now that we've entered the second week in June, we've got a USDA report uh, on the docket this week coming in on Thursday. And we have seen some real fire in these markets. Uh, the only uh, gap remaining after Sunday night's uh, explosive open is in the new crop corn at this point, but it looks fairly strong. What's going on here in, in these markets and, and what should be what should we be worried about? What should we be getting excited about? And what are we looking at as we go into this USDA report? Yeah, so as of right now, we got a report that a lot of people are looking for a bullish report and to not see acres adjusted, not see deal adjusted. And you very well might see that. You might see everything kick the can with the planted acres report at the end of the month. Uh, but if this report is not at this point very bullish or alluding to something that will continue to build in bullishness as the year progresses, uh, and the next thing we got to pay attention to is the end of the month, which is that planters acre, planted acres report. So at this point, I think the big thing trade's looking for, especially with us gapping higher and not seeing a ton of follow through uh, immediately afterwards, just kind of sitting here uh, between this $6 and 620 area, is what is next do we keep this gap open do we go back and try and uh fill it up before going higher or what what's the what's the case following this because as of right now this gap currently looks a lot like the gap from the end of uh march where you had that doji on the day the day after you tried to go test the high the day following the uh, doji and then trickled back into trickled back into Wednesday before returning higher. So much like what we saw with the uncertainty about if we were going to be accepting or not uh, on that last go around, it seems like you are in much the same mentality of, are we continue to be bullish from here? Cause there's rain in the weather maps and whether or not it's fallen, which nothing in the six to 10 or 11, 15 day or two to five has fallen yet uh will it actually fall are we gonna get timely rain the 11 15 day weather map came out with a very interesting look to it all so at this point uncertainty seems to be remaining with a continued bias to the bull side and not surprising with how the whole year has progressed well, right. The uh, the funds still hold a, a fairly sizable long position. They added back to it uh, through last Tuesday, through the first of uh, of June, uh, about twenty five thousand contracts. And and you know the the big thing, and you mentioned it, is the uh, whether or not this this uh, rain falls, because it, you know just locally here, we've seen that we've had rain in the forecast maybe for the last three days we've got it in the forecast for the next uh, three days uh, going forward and we've only received at least in my at my house we've only received three tenths of an inch now if you go uh, closer to the main office i think there were areas that had heavy rains but then it wasn't very far away that they were missing completely so 
there is a lot of hit or miss to this uh, to the stuff out there. I know uh, up in in North Dakota where it was so ungodly hot uh, last weekend. Uh, now they've got rain coming through, but there's a small section of uh, of it that is getting you know five, six, seven inches of rain, and then you don't have to go very far before you see that they've either completely missed it or they've only gotten minimal minimal amounts. So. Um, the variability uh, right now is a is a big deal, and that's what's keeping the bulls engaged. This isn't necessarily when we care about whether or not we're getting uh, we're getting the rain. Obviously, as farmers, they're going to want to see rain in a timely fashion periodically throughout after they after they plant. But the most important rains for this corn crop or even the bean crop is going to come in July and August. And that's what we'll be watching for. So you start mentioning that 11 to 15 day forecast as you are. And the current one, I believe, goes up until June 23rd or June 24th. So in the next week, week and a half, we're going to start seeing those those forecasts dip into the beginning of July, and that's what everybody will start keying on. Uh, and and we will live and die by those forecasts uh, every six hours. And you're going to see markets really stand at attention and wait. And then as soon as they see what happens, they're going to react to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've clearly been seeing that. You get the run-ups into the weather maps. You get the fallbacks, uh, depending on what it saw. Once we saw it started to see the North Dakota area really get that rain in the forecast. Uh, definitely helped at least pause the market, which we've been seeing. So, Now, do you put any stock, uh, Mike, in, into what we saw on Sunday night? You know, because it seems like we, for better or worse, we tend to gap higher or, you know, we, you know, we do gap lower sometimes, but we see these major gaps on the charts on Sunday nights into Monday morning. And most of the time we go back and we fill it within a day or two or sometimes even that same day but do you put any stock into what we saw uh, on this latest gap where all of the action of that move was pretty much in the first 10 minutes of the trade and then we spent the rest of the trade either going sideways or trending back down uh, towards that gap any uh, any thoughts on that does that speak to the uh, to the volume issues we've seen? Does that just speak to the emotion in the market, uh, the volatility in the market? What's what's your thoughts there? So it definitely speaks to how emotional and ready this trade is to jump on any story that can be found, uh, whether or not it's more bullish or more bearish. We saw a move that took us down to five bucks and now we're back at six bucks and we've done this all very quickly. So volatility right now is absolutely huge and everyone is ready for this market to move either way. But with where we currently are, it's something that we're, don't have a lot of resting orders. We have a market that could foresee a bearish situation if we have a ton of corn acres or foresee a bullish situation if it turns dry and continues to stay dry. And both sides are ready to take full advantage of these moves, but neither side has the 
complete go ahead to say, you have your stance, you have your foundation built, go. Mm -hmm. So a lot of volatility just based on all these metrics of when are we going to get our questions answered? And if we have our questions answered, to what extent? Right. Well, one of the things that we need to talk about uh, here is, and we won't get into it uh, uh, on this episode, mainly because uh, we just released our our most recent uh, snapshot uh, that uh, came out uh, today. Uh, this is where Rich Nelson and Steve Georgie kind of break down what we're going to see in this USDA report uh, on Thursday, and I think they do they do a fantastic job as far as giving you an idea what specifically to be looking for in corn, beans, and wheat. And one of the things that I, I took away from this and it, you know, watching it, and this is where, you know, if you aren't a subscriber to it, jump on and, and subscribe to it. I think Zach's got a, uh, a coupon code out there for new subscribers to get it for a, a dollar. Um, if you're a, if you're a current subscriber, uh, it's, it's nine bucks or 10 bucks a month, but it's, it's well worth it. And one of the things that Rich goes into where we're looking for a decrease in ending stocks, he's talking about the fact that this is already something that's priced in the, the, the market already, already knows that we should be seeing the USDA decreasing the, uh, old crop ending stocks, which would then also pull the, uh, the new crop ending stocks down. So you know, we're looking at what could be a friendly report, but it's, you know, given the numbers that we've got from the USDA, we're overvalued again, you know? So there's, are you worried that we could do what we've done four out of the last five months where we rally into the USDA report and then as soon as we get it in hand, we're going to see a big flush out? Is that something that to to be concerned about or is that, would would that be the last gasp for this market as we go into summer and and we should have all our hedges in place so to say that we're potentially got this one last question to answer um where it comes to weather and what the usca gives us would at this point i feel be very short uh, i don't think that's the word i want to use but very unlearned again not a great word but what i'm trying to say is <laughs> after everything we saw from 2020 into 2021 seeing these very quick random events come into the mix when everyone's unexpected is what we should be expecting expecting mm, there's no absolutes is what you're saying right so even if we do have a drought that comes in and persists during the summer does that drought come with a great demand still? Or does that drought come with huge China cancellations? Or does it come with a uh, Iran deal that floods the mark with oil and oil prices go lower and ethanol prices go lower, so therefore the ethanol plants are no longer bidding up for it or whatever may happen. But there is always going to be in this very macro market that we find ourselves in, something looming around the corner that we're not quite seeing yet but is it creeping around and getting ready to hit the market next mm -hmm. so as you as you're saying here expect the unexpected volatility is here to stay essentially that seems to be the case and what i'm <laughs> trying to say <laughs>
All right. Well, as we as we wrap things up, got a reminder. Obviously, uh, the snapshot program that uh, that we're running uh, comes out once a week with our our weekly uh, uh, broker meeting, and then the once a month uh, USDA uh, big. Uh, report that we put out ahead of every USDA report. Um, this month, you're actually, if you if you get signed up, you'll get the uh, the quarterly stocks and acreage report uh, snapshot as well. So a bunch of information available to you. We do have our premium content as well. That is our daily commentary where Rich breaks down markets uh, from uh, what's going on in corn, beans, wheat, cattle, and hogs. And he does a fantastic job of keeping you uh, kind of non-biased. I mean, obviously there's bias in the in the markets because uh, we're bullish because of this or we're bearish because of that. But Rich tries to keep it uh, as non-biased as possible to let you make your decisions uh, uh, based on the actual facts of the markets. So Definitely. So if you guys want to get signed up for that, call Zach 800-262. 7538. Any questions for us? Same number. You can reach us by email at service dash, uh, service at allendale-inc.com. But today for Allendale Market Talk, this is Mike Lung and Greg McBride. You guys have a great one out there.